The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We're getting ready for the Holy Spirit. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, May 19th, 2021, Wednesday of the seventh week of Easter. And in the Missal, this is liturgical year B, cycle one. And Wednesday, of course, is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is St. Theophilus of Corte. Born in 1676 in Corsica of rich and noble parents, as a young man he entered the Franciscans and soon showed his love for solitude and prayer. After completing his studies, he was ordained and assigned to a retreat house near Subiaco. He was inspired by the austere life of the Franciscans there, so he founded other such houses in Corsica and Tuscany. He became famous for his preaching as well as his missionary efforts. He was always somewhat sickly, but Theophilus generously served the needs of God's people in the confessional, in the sick room, and at the graveside. St. Theophilus of Corte died June 17, 1740. St. Theophilus, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that those in charge of finance will work with governments to regulate the financial sphere and protect citizens from its dangers. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. As we are in these days before Pentecost, we can go back to some verses from St. John, where... Lord, you said, These things I have spoken to you while yet dwelling with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your mind whatever I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your heart be troubled or afraid. I am for peace, Lord. But then, so often, it's like the psalmist who says, When I speak of peace, they are ready for war. So, Lord, what is it? Peace, I should expect, or war, I should expect. Which is it? In today's gospel, you say, I gave them your word, and the world hated them, 
because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Lord, you speak of this peace that you give to me, and you also speak of the blessedness of the persecuted ones, the ones who are persecuted for your name's sake. So which is it, Lord, peace or war? St. Jose Maria says, We have both peace and war within us. And in another point, Man's life on earth is a warfare. So said Job many centuries ago. There are still some easygoing individuals who are not aware of the fact. These are hard words, Lord. I like peace. (laughs) But Jacques Philippe says here also to our instruction, We must at the same time affirm another truth, which is no less important than that enunciated above. It is that the Christian life is a combat, a war without mercy. St. Paul, in a letter to the Ephesians, invites us to put on the armor of God, to fight not against human enemies, but against the cosmic powers of this dark world and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. And he details all the pieces of armor that we must put on. So the peace, Lord, that you come to give me, that is not as the world gives, and the battle that you call me to, Lord. It is not the battle of pure exterior circumstances, yet those do influence me, but it will be this interior battle that you call me to. Again, Jacques Philippe says, Every Christian must be thoroughly convinced that his spiritual life can in no way be viewed as the quiet unfolding of an inconsequential life without any problems. Rather, it must be viewed as the scene of a constant and sometimes painful battle, which will not end until death, a struggle against evil, temptation, and the sin that is in him. During the American Revolutionary War of 1812, this skirmish of the United States against England, on Lake Erie there was a battle, a naval battle, And the Commodore there of the American force is a very small force. Commodore Oliver Hazard Perry, after a victorious fight on that lake, naval battle, he said, We have met the enemy, and they are ours. This famous bit of boasting was parodied a bit in a cartoon some years later, wherein one of the characters says to the other, We have met the enemy, and he is us. This bit of humor in the interior life is all too true. Our battles are very much interior. This combat against the sin and the seeds of sin within us, it's inevitable, but we really want to be positive about it. Without combat, there is no victory. And this combat is, if we will look at it correctly, the way we win our crown. St. Catherine of Siena says, Without war, there is no peace. This combat is the definitive place of our transfiguration and glorification. St. Josemaria, you push us with this point. How can you be at peace if you allow passions you do not even attempt to control to drag you away from the pull of grace? St. 
Heaven pulls you upwards, you, only you, and don't seek excuses, downwards. If you go on like that, tear yourself apart. In exasperation, sometimes I recall very clearly St. Paul's words, that I might not become too elated. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, an angel of Satan, to beat me, to keep me from being too elated, too proud. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it might leave me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. I will rather boast most gladly of my weaknesses, in order that the power of Christ may dwell within me. Therefore I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and constraints for the sake of Christ, for when I am weak, then I am strong. In these days, then, heading towards Pentecost, where the Spirit comes to lead the children of God to take up your mission, Jesus, I contemplate now your great meaning, that you give me peace, and yet you call me to war. As St. Josemaria says, As soon as you truly abandon yourself in the Lord, you will know how to be content with whatever happens. You will not lose your peace if your undertakings do not turn out the way you hoped, even if you have put everything into them and used all the means necessary, for they will have turned out the way God wants them to. Thus, Lord, the Spirit, you've promised us that you call upon the Father to send, will give us this courage in the face of fear to do the things that you want, abandoning ourselves into the power that you will give us, the fortitude you will loan us, and the peace that I will have, a deep peace of conscience, a deep interior peace that I am doing the will of my Father God. Jesus, you lead me in this, for that was your way through the brutality of the passion. You had this peace in you, called to do the will of the Father, and I wish that too. Now makes more sense, as I read this other point in your presence, Jesus, from St. Josemaria, when he says, Everything may collapse and fail. Events may turn out contrary to what was expected, and great adversity may come but nothing is to be gained by being perturbed. Furthermore, remember the confident prayer of the prophet, The Lord is our judge. The Lord gives us our laws. The Lord is our king. It is he who will save us. Say it devoutly every day, so that your behavior may agree with the designs of providence which governs us for our own good. When I hear you say, Jesus, my grace is enough for you, for my power manifests itself in your weakness. Wow, this then is my principal weapon, part of the gift you give for my peace, for it won't be my firmness of character, my human ability, but my the faith that you instill and give to me as a gift, where I inhere in you, Lord, and through this abandonment I will be peaceful in confidence to you who cannot abandon me. And then I will hear you say, like with, as you said to St. Paul, I am able to do everything with the help of the one who gives me strength. And then the psalmist says it similarly, Yahweh is my light and my salvation. 
whom should I fear? Lord, I would like a retirement sometime. I would like to spend golden years on this earth without a lot of concern, battle, worry. But then it comes back to me that as a Christian, that I bear your name, Jesus, then this fight against sin, sometimes with violence, is a call to the end of my days, to the point of death. But I will fight with your grace, Lord, with a peaceful heart. And in my struggle, it will be more efficacious, because with a more peaceful heart, I will see you in all things. This entire peace which you give me, and the world does not give me, is my strength. St. Josemaria directs us to our mother in this month of May, when he says, Holy Mary is the Queen of Peace, and thus the Church invokes her. So when your soul or your family are troubled, or things go wrong at work, in society or between nations, cry out to her without ceasing. Call her by this title, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Have you at least tried it when you have lost your calm? You'll be surprised at its immediate effect. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. For more of 10 Minutes with Jesus, go to RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day in just a couple of minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to begin our day of prayer now as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Come, Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Indeed. How good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Alleluia. Wherever, Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Alleluia. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen ones I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David, my servant, I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? a God to be feared in the counsel of the Holy Ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted. For our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our King 
in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Alleluia. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. Alleluia. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. Alleluia. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David, my servant, with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, the rock who saves me, and I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always. For him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. Alleluia. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Alleluia. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Alleluia. If his sons forsake my law, and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod, then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all I have sworn by my holiness. I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight, his throne is like the sun, like the moon it shall endure forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on earth. In this, you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all, I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Alleluia. God raised up Christ from the dead. Alleluia. So that all our faith and hope might be in God. Alleluia. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle John. 
everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been begotten of God. Now, everyone who loves the Father loves the child he has begotten. We can be sure that we love God's children when we love God and do what he has commanded. The love of God consists in this, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Everyone begotten of God conquers the world, and the power that has conquered the world is this faith of ours. Who then is the conqueror of the world? The one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus Christ it is who came through water and blood, not in water only, but in water and in blood. It is the Spirit who testifies to this, and the Spirit is truth. Thus, there are three that testify, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood, and these three are of one accord. Do we not accept human testimony? The testimony of God is much greater. It is the testimony God has given on his own Son's behalf. Whoever believes in the Son of God possesses that testimony within his heart. Whoever does not believe God has made God a liar by refusing to believe in the testimony he has given on his own Son's behalf. The testimony is this. God gave us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. Whoever possesses the Son possesses life. Whoever does not possess the Son of God does not possess life. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Jesus Christ came through water and blood, not in water only, but in water and blood. The, the Spirit, Spirit bears, bears witness, witness to this, and the, and the Spirit, Spirit is the truth. truth. Alleluia. On that day, a spring of water will open for the house of David and the people of Jerusalem to wash away their sins. The Spirit bears witness to this, and the Spirit is the truth. Alleluia. Second reading from the Dogmatic Constitution on the Church of the Second Vatican Council. When the Son completed the work with which the Father had entrusted him on earth, the Holy Spirit was sent on the day of Pentecost to sanctify the church unceasingly and thus enable believers to have access to the Father through Christ in the one Spirit. He is the Spirit of life, the fountain of water welling up to give eternal life. Through him the Father gives life to men, dead because of sin, until he raises up their mortal bodies in Christ. The Spirit dwells in the church and in the hearts of the faithful as in a temple. He prays in them and bears witness in them to their adoption as sons. He leads the church into all truth and gives it unity in communion and in service. He endows it with different hierarchical and charismatic gifts, directs it by their means, and enriches it with his fruits. By the power of the gospel, he enables the church to grow young perpetually renews it and leads it to complete union with its bridegroom. For the Spirit and the bride say to the Lord Jesus, Come. 
In this way, the church reveals itself as a people whose unity has its source in the unity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The whole community of the faithful, who have an anointing by the Holy Spirit, cannot err in faith. They manifest this distinctive characteristic of theirs in the supernatural instinct of faith, sensus fidei, of the whole people, when, from the bishops to the most ordinary lay person among the faithful, they display a universal agreement on matters of faith and morals. This instinct of faith is awakened and kept in being by the Spirit of Truth. Through it, the people of God hold indefectibly to the faith once delivered to the saints, penetrate it more deeply by means of right judgment, and apply it more perfectly in their lives. They do all this under the guidance of the sacred teaching office. By faithful obedience to it, they receive not the word of men, but in truth the word of God. Moreover, the Holy Spirit not only sanctifies and guides God's people by the sacraments and the ministries, and enriches it with virtues, but he also distributes special graces among the faithful of every state of life, assigning his gifts to each as he chooses. By means of these special gifts, he equips them and makes them eager for various activities and responsibilities that benefit the church in its renewal or its increase, in accordance with the text. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for a good purpose. These charisms, the simpler and more widespread as well as the most outstanding, should be accepted with a sense of gratitude and consolation, since in a very special way they answer and serve the needs of the church. On the last day of the festival, Jesus cried out, Streams of living water will flow from the hearts of all who believe in me. He was speaking of the Spirit whom all believers would receive. Alleluia. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Streams of living water will flow from his heart. He was speaking of the Spirit, whom all believers would receive. Alleluia. Let us pray. Graciously grant to your church, O merciful God, that, gathered by the Holy Spirit, she may be devoted to you with all her heart and united in purity of intent. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Winding our way up toward Pentecost, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday of the seventh week of Easter, May 19th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord continues to pray for his disciples. It's from the 17th chapter of the Gospel of John. Holy Father, keep them in thy name which thou hast given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in thy name, which thou hast given me. 
I have guarded them, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I do not pray that thou shouldst take them out of the world, but that thou shouldst keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. As thou didst send me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake I consecrate myself, that they also may be consecrated in truth. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. All of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the gift of fortitude gives us the power to do what we should do. That's a power that we can't possibly muster up on our own. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. The history of the people of Israel is a continuous manifestation of God's protection. The mission of the individuals entrusted with guiding and protecting the chosen people in their journey to the promised land was greatly superior to their strength and their possibilities. When Moses expresses to God his incapacity to appear before Pharaoh in order to liberate the Israelites from Egypt, God says to him, I will be with you. This same divine assistance is guaranteed to the prophets and all those who receive special tasks. The thanksgiving songs always acknowledge that only through the strength they have received from on high have they been able to carry out their task. The Psalms never cease to exalt God's protective power. Yahweh is the rock of Israel, its strength and its security. Our Lord promises the apostles, the pillars of the church, that they will be clothed with power from on high. The paraclete himself assists the church and each of her members until the end of time. The supernatural virtue of fortitude, God's direct help, is absolutely necessary for Christians to fight and overcome the obstacles that appear in their interior battle to love God more every day and fulfill their duties. The virtue of fortitude is perfected by the gift of fortitude, which makes the acts of the virtue quick and easy to perform. To the extent to which we manage to purify our souls and are docile to the action of grace, each of us can say with St. Paul, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. Under the action of the Holy Spirit, the Christian feels capable of the most difficult actions and bearing the hardest trials for love of God. The soul moved by this gift does not trust its own strength, because if it is humble, none better than itself is aware of its own weakness and its incapacity to carry out the task of its sanctification and the mission which God entrusts to it in this life. But it hears, especially in difficult moments, the voice of God saying, I will be with you. And it dares to reply, 
If God is for us, who is against us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is a cry of fortitude and of optimism which is based on God. If we allow the paraclete to take possession of our lives, our confidence will be limitless. Then we will understand in a deeper way that God chooses what is weak, what is low and despised in the world, so that no human might boast in the presence of God, and that he doesn't ask his sons and daughters for anything other than their readiness to place all that they can at his disposal, in order to enable him to perform wonders of grace and of mercy. Then nothing appears too difficult, because we rely on God for everything. And we will not place all our trust in whatever resources we happen to use, but only in the grace of God. The spirit of fortitude gives the soul renewed energy when faced with obstacles, interior or exterior, and for practicing virtue in its environment and in its deeds. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. What's left to do but pray? We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. People of every nation shall come and worship you, O Lord. Alleluia. People of every nation shall come and worship you, O Lord. Alleluia. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all day long. Give joy to your servant, Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress I will call you, and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way, so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart, and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great, 
you have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame, that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. People of every nation shall come and worship you, O Lord. Alleluia. Our eyes will see the King in all his radiant beauty. Alleluia. Our eyes will see the King in all his radiant beauty. Alleluia. Hear you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion sinners are in dread. Trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly, who spurns what is gained by oppression, brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Our eyes will see the King in all his radiant beauty. Alleluia. All people will see the saving power of our God. Alleluia. All people will see the saving power of our God. Alleluia. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his strength to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, acclaim the King, the Lord. 
Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned, and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. All All people will see the saving power of our God. Alleluia. A reading from Paul's letter to the Romans. If we have died with Christ, we believe that we are also to live with him. We know that Christ, once raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no more power over him. His death was death to sin, once for all. His life is life for God. In the same way, you must consider yourselves dead to sin, but alive for God in Christ Jesus. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The The Lord Lord is is risen risen from from the the tomb. tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God who has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks be to God, who has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia. The Holy Spirit gives witness to our spirit that we are children of God. Let us give thanks to God the Father as we pray. Father, hear your children. God of patience and consolation, teach us to be one in mind and heart, following the example of Jesus. So that we may praise you with one voice and one spirit. Father, hear your children. Grant that we may all seek to serve our neighbor by doing good and building up a community of love. Father, Father, hear hear your your children. children. Do not let us be led by the spirit of the world, rooted in evil, but guide us by the spirit that comes from you. Father, Father, hear hear your your children. children. You search the hearts of all. Lead us always along the way of sincerity and truth. Father, Father, hear hear your your children. children. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Graciously grant to your church, O merciful God, that, gathered by the Holy Spirit, she may be devoted to you with all her heart and united in purity of intent. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, it's another great day in the light of the Lord. John and Glenn with Morning Air in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I will see you tomorrow morning. 4 a.m. Central or on the app. In the meantime, you go out, make this a great and glorious day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.